there everybody and welcome back to Laps and Taps. Today we're discussing part three of our nightmare adventure at ILARP. I'm here today joined by the amazing Chloe. Hello. The Brutin' Tootin' Morgan. Yeehaw. And Saddleback Tom. Yar. I went to pirate. Yeehaw. The same thing really, isn't it? Pirates Wrong Cowboys? Pirate Pirate of the Road. Crossover. Honestly, Hoist the Colors Nightmare has to happen. Oh, that'd be oh, great. Could you imagine? I Ghost ship. I hope that's just syphilis escaping my dungeons. <laughs> well, the zombie syphilis. Uh, so Tom's getting into character as Mr. Belvedere today as we record. Which Belvedere? That's the question. Um, so I believe we ended after the Dutch had told us, um, basically, these guys are vampires. After the French burned down their house. After the French burned down their house. That was so... Can you imagine what would have happened if they had the, the Dutch people come out and they'd been like, no, 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 you're in that house and we're going to shoot you. And then the, that's the plot gone. They almost did. We were there on the encounter and we, we almost we were going to go in there with the intention of killing them. It LARP, was just going to be... LARP like... is... I, being a LARP game runner is terrifying. This, this whole event was... Here's a plot hook. Here's a life. Quick, save the plot. Oh, the players just killed the, the plot. The players have killed the plot guy. Oh, no. Oh, we'll get to that. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, whilst they were doing the speech, I went to go speak to Hector in the bar. That regular human bartender? Regular human bartender, Hector. Um, and this was when he first started. To, he started to talk about his life and then was kind of like, actually, it's going to be easier if I do this thing. I'm going to give you a little vision. A little vision, and what did the vision entail, Morgan? So it was like a little character at the bank, and basically Hector would make you drink a bit of his blood, do a bit of a ritual, and then you'd pass out at the bar. He took you in the back? Yep. Uh, and then there was a encounter tent around the back of the, the saloon. Um, and then we get to do an encounter tent. It was very exciting, because I've never been in an encounter tent before. Um, I have to give them hella praise for these encounters. Me and Alex mm, went in, and it's like, mm. am I watching a film just that intently watching the scenes yeah. that played out it was mm, phenomenal it was nuts basically it was me and uh, me and preacher ollie were at the bar and hector was like get some people that you trust and we'll do this uh, we'll do a thing and i grabbed blackjack and there was a guy who had found out hector was a vampire and was going a bit haywire right um he was getting basically hector was like see if you can get him him in for a vision and it might help soothe him because he'll understand things a little bit more so i got him as well and then uh yada as well yeah was cherry was cherry was there cherry was at the bar and she was like can i come and we were like yeah hell yeah so we went in to do the encounter tent and we saw hector's uh love theo uh saving a man called um oh my goodness the cowboy guy the regular human cowboy oh, guy what's he called there's a cowboy the rancher who was basically dying um, and Theo. Was Hector's... it William? I can't remember now. Billy? No, it wasn't Billy. Batch? No. Uh, teach, you mean? Teach. Uh, Hector, basically, Hector's lover Theo turned uh, this guy into a vampire. And then what happened was we got a bit of a, a bit of an exposition moment where Hector was kind of saying, like, I'm like 2,000 years old. I was born in ancient Greece. Um, and then I met this wonderful man who turned me into a vampire. We lived 2,000 years very happily. Um, roaming the world and then basically they moved to america land of opportunity and they started to talk about starting a family but in like a very vampiric 
started a family cried away, and they started to turn people into vampires. And we saw him turning his first person, who was the rancher. Did you guys see someone get turned? We no? did not see someone get turned. Our vision was very yeah. different. So we learned basically through that that Billy, not Billy, that Hector and Theo had had six quote unquote children who were the cowboy, whose name I'm dying because I can't remember, it's really bothering me, um, who was called the rancher. There was Whiplash, known as the hunter, no, the trapper. There was Jesse, known as the surgeon, Sawbones. Yeah. Um, Sister Catherine, who was the nun, um, Teach, uh, who he was, was the, the soldier, yeah, the cavalryman, the, ca- the uh, cavalryman, and then Billy. So all the previous five basically had been vetted, if you like, by Theo and Hector, because they were like, "We trust you to be vampires." Billy found out who they were, tracked down Theo and Hector, convinced them to turn into a vampire. Unfortunately, Billy was like, I don't think we should be pleasant vegetarian vampires like you have been to this point, you know, willingly consuming people's blood. I think we should be killing people and taking power. Um, and he killed Theo, who was Hector's lover. So Hector killed Billy, staked him in the heart and buried him. And was like, I killed my own son to save us, but then my, my other children turned against me and I've been hiding from them ever since. And the situation was we're trapped in this valley caused by this smoke, and all these vampires are in with us. Um, but that's kind of where this was like, where kind of like the mystery section of the game stopped. It was kind of like, right, we're now starting to look, we look with this. Is, oh, in fact, we had that kind of what's going on moment. And then through the visions, we started to have, right, here you go. This is what's going on. The so, exhi- uh, exhibition sector? Or exposition. Exposition, I guess. Yeah, it was really cool. The account tent was awesome. Like, we literally stood in the tent. And then uh, we even see it was one of the regular ILAP crew was right behind us. They screamed and we were, oh my God. And they ran forward to go save uh, the rancher uh, and turn him into a vampire. What vision did you guys have? We got Jesse trying and failing to save somebody's life. I believe he had an artery cut. Uh, They were dying. Theo saying, you can't turn them into a vampire. We don't trust them or something along those lines. And just seeing Jesse come to terms of, I can't save everyone. Mm. I'm a doctor. I have this awesome power, but I'm forbidden for saving the life of this person that I could have saved. Yeah. And that was kind of ours. It... I don't really remember. I had completely disassociated the entire time I was in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> we went in the tent like, what's going on? Like, it was interesting enough, I, I believe. But we went in and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is kind of like, the, you know, a bit like the theater tent at uh, Empire. Um, and then that's all I really remember, just my own thoughts, and and kind of also where people were standing. But <laughs> Alex, I love you. <laughs> I um, and then yeah, before I knew it, I was nudged to leave the tent. But Circuit asked me afterwards. Actually, I think they were kind of taking notes about the different visions and what happened to try and get like a broader idea. And they were like, "You were in there, weren't you, Alex?" I was like, "Yeah, what happened?" I was like. Ooh, there was a there was a couple of guys who were up to no good. <laughs> One was Causing maybe some dying. trouble in this neighborhood. Yeah, and then um, after a while, they were just like, "Who else was in there with you?" Like, <laughs> yeah, they, oh dear, go and ask him. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, so what happened?" You were like, "Um, I can't really remember. There was someone maybe killed someone, and then they were like, "Okay, well, do you remember who?" And you were like. A son or a brother, maybe. <laughs> and they were like, and they kind of just looked at you, were like, 
Right. <laughs> then uh, they were like, well, was anyone else there? And you were yeah. like, Belvedere was there. And they kind of just went, I'll go ask him. And just walked away. This isn't, you know, an eyelap issue. It was fully entertaining. This is just this is just me issue. Were you, were you still waking up from your chilly nap? No, this was way before. Yeah, it's before the, the abundance of chilly. Uh, it was a great vision, though. We came out, we talked about it, but we were with Digby's character. Oh, The yeah. scam railroad man. Yeah. It's like, so there's four of these vampires we have to deal with. Well, that's $4,000 going on your son's heads. Oh, Or your yeah. children's heads, should I say. And that really pissed off Hector to leaving the scene. I did make the probably unfavorable comment, luckily not in front of him, it's like, why don't we just kill Hector? If we kill Hector, does every other vampire die? So this was a really interesting conversation that we were kind of having at this point. So my character, um, Johnny was really, my character was really suspicious of Hector. And I kept, I was talking to Blackjack, Audie's character about this, and I was like, this guy's playing us. I know he is. He has to be. He's getting us to clean up his mess, and then he's going to kill us. I know that's what's happening. And it was just really fun. So like Preacher Ollie would be having like in-depth conversations with... Uh, Hector being really nice like real good cop and I would come over and just grill him mm. just like what's going on I don't trust you I said to him at one point how do we know you're not playing us like fools and he said you don't and I went mm. that's a shady answer isn't yeah, it yeah I was you like don't. you shouldn't have said that so that really ticked me off and then I was like oh, basically I think what's some of my favourite moments from this weekend that we're interacting with his character mm. and I'd love to get some art of my character and his character across the bar like talking because there were some really cool moments. At one point, he just starts talking about the Iliad, starts reeling off about the Iliad and the context of like the story. And there's just some really cool, very cinematic moments of a sat across from the bar. And I think a big thing for 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 Johnny, for my character, was he stood, he stood here across from an absolute monster who is restraining himself against his like urges to kill. And Johnny's struggling with that himself. And he's thinking to himself, you can't be able to do this, because if you can... Why can't I? Mm. That was always going through his head. It's like, no, 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 no. You, you must be fucked up. There must be something wrong with you. You must be doing something bad because that's this. Otherwise, there's something really wrong with me. It was just really fun to explore that yeah. a little bit. Me and Bungle had a bit of fun before uh, actually taking the visions. With me just coming back to the faith of Christianity and you blessing mm. me back into the faith, and him being a priest, like, should we drink this? Will it damn our souls to hell if we survive this? Are we going to hell anyway? And it was the umming and ahhing, should we back out and stay pure or take this risk for the town? And Belvis said, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to hell anyway. Let me drink this blood and try and do some good with my life. My thing was, we were doing the first vision and I thought that was the first and only vision. Yeah. And I was yeah. very much, I was like, oh, well, if I do this, I'm damned to hell. But at least no one else will have to go through it. And then when I found out half the town was consuming a vampire's blood, which is one of two steps to becoming a vampire, I was like, oh, Hector really is trying to turn us all into vampires. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear about the last vision? Oh, we missed the best vision. Yeah. It sounded really good. Like, yeah. I'm sure all the visions were great. The, the bathtub one. It was the bathtub one where we got to see, uh, uh, well, I, I wasn't there. I know more about it than the vision I was actually fucking in. <laughs> um, but there was a, a scantily clad Johnny, if I'm not mistaken. Some yeah. photos are out of that already. I like Johnny, not Johnny. Not my character, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, what stood out to me was as we went in for our visions, they said, treat this as, you know, the 
don't break the fourth wall. You're watching something here. This isn't something to interact with this. You're having this vision. And they told that obviously to every group, but the last group and the last vision who had been told that, that fourth wall broke, didn't it? Somebody jumped out at them. Johnny was, so the idea was Johnny as he was playing teach, the, the soldier vampire was in a bath of blood. And he had mm. blood poured in his head, and he was like reveling in it. And then he basically stood out his bath. And then did he grab someone? Yeah, he, I think he went for Dave. He grabbed Dave and was like, "Tell Hector, I'm coming." Oh, this isn't and then, the rooting gooting good time anymore. <laughs> I think he flicked blood at uh, someone as well. Like he was like very intense. I was like, that sounded really cool. I kind of wanted yeah. to be photoshopped in a bath of beans. Beans. Oh, but that was really funny though, because that wasn't the last vision. Because I had a vision after that. Because ah. basically, oh, you um, double vision bitch. Later on, I was saying to Hector because Hector said, "What can I do to make you trust me?" And I said, "I'll think about that." And I said, "No, okay, back." I was like, "Tell you what, tell me where you buried Billy. Tell me that. Give me a vision showing me that you killed Billy, and I will believe you." And he was like, "Okay, if you get me another vampire's blood, probably Whiplash, I can give you a vision that might help." So I was like. Ooh, okay. So then it was vampire hunting time. Um, so as we went with the five vampires, we had the rancher, the trapper, the um, sawbones, the nun, the soldier, and Billy. Fuck, I love that. Oh no, Billy's dead. But we discover, don't we? This is through the visions. We discover that they're trying to bring Billy back. Mm. To bring Billy back, they need his corpse and some of Hector's blood. So we're like, right, so we need to stop the vampires, basically. Um, so then, yeah, there was the five big encounters. So did, did everyone... So who was there for the first one in town? I think everyone but... Oh, the first one was in town? Was the first one was in town. No, the the rancher. The welcome miss... sign. I missed the rancher. <sighs> I don't know how I missed did the rancher. Did you guys see this? The, I don't think so. The assault on the town hall? Was it close to dinner time? I can't even... I don't think so. Like, I remember a, t- a choir coming through town and no hearing one of the vampires has been killed. I missed that. I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. Literally, we were in town and then there was guns firing coming from in town. It was like, it's the rancher, quick! And it's like, everyone, get into the church, get into the church! And we pile into the church. Sanctified ground and they're not allowed in unless you let them in. And then they start, like, pounding on the walls. And at this point, I'd snuck around the back with a couple of other people because there was a vampire there that we were going to do in before they came in. And then they smacked on the walls one more time and a sign unfurled that said, everybody welcome, please come in. Oh, that's brilliant. So the vampires poured into the church. Uh, oh. And then, then obviously it was like screaming, just kind of like... Scatter! Like, yeah, exactly. It was like ghouls and vampires start attacking. Yeah. And we noticed because we had quite a few like ghoul encounters. Mm. Once the sun came down and the vampires came out, it just got like a million times harder. My big question is, where the fuck were we for this? I don't yeah. know where you were. I, I have no knowledge. Of, is it, are you sure this wasn't well, a dream, Morgan? I am certain it wasn't a dream. Were we doing the wood excursion at that point? No, I don't think. No, because happen- there was no excursions going out at this point. The, oh, the wood excursion would have happened before because we already had stakes. Oh, fuck knows then. Yeah, because it's just a time anomaly. We're all in a ditch, drunk. Somewhere. Yeah, because we needed holy water and stakes, didn't we? So you went out on the encounter to get some old wood. We went to find some wood. We were just about successful. Yeah. And there were heaps of ghouls and running from those and things. But found. I don't know if that was at the same time. It was light then. Was it light when? No, this... sun had gone down. Okay. Because the vampires are out. So. Oh, and you already had your stakes. So yeah, it must have been after. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, that was like the first big vampire encounter. The first one we killed, and we were like, ah, oh, that's one done. Easy. Mm. <laughs> rest of this is going to be a doddle. Oh, God. Um, I can't even... I, honestly, I can't remember. I really liked our holy water quest. Mm. Just because of the hanging effect. It was a very short mission. I don't know if we skipped a lot of it. It's like, we've got the holy water. I do think we skipped some plot because I was a member of crew being like, What's actually going on? We don't know. And we were like, we don't care. We've, <laughs> we've got the objective. We've got the holy water. We're it's, going. It's the difficult part of being a LARP. It's like, yes, I want banned for the book and get every encounter I have. But we've a we've we've a military unit. We've done the objective. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But that was really good. There was someone literally just like they had like they've got like a one of those new sets where they put you in a harness, but then they have like um a bit of rope that hangs down. Mm. And they had this person just hanging from a tree. Oh, that's cool. And it, like, illuminated. In the I was going to ask how they'd done it. I was figuring, obviously, it was either a harness or, like, a like a dummy or a mannequin mm. or something. There was another one tied to the base of the tree, and they both died, so they were both ghouls. They kind of started moving and making noise. Oh, it would have been cool if the hanging man... Did he? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fucked. <laughs> I think Oily was a bit annoyed, uh, just because, like, oh, my God, this is literally the excursion of the preachers, and I'm here having chili and a baked potato or something like that. <laughs> Got to eat your food quick. <laughs> just inhale that Yeah, food. I just, like, burn you inside your mouth. Who cares? Or dash through the centre of town holding your period-appropriate pot Canned noodles. noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was a point where, um, where we had gone back to camp very quickly to grab a beer or whatever, and someone said that, they were heading out on for something or other. So we ran through town just with a can of Budweiser in our hands and we're running out like through the woods, through the little like muddy paths and stuff with our cans of beer, guns in one hand, beer in the other hand. Like, <laughs> this is very, it's not a nice thing beer, but I don't want to miss out and I want my beer. This yeah. is the difference between Empire Islop. Empire, eh, I can take this plot. There's going to be loads going on in the weekend. Uh, Islop must get every yeah. bit of plot possible. Can I have the quickest shit of my life? Yeah, I literally, I stay in the centre of town. <laughs> like, yeah, weekend. you've got to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Morgan just carrying a chamber pot round. Yeah, exactly. No, my body my body knows what's up. It's LARP. <laughs> Shut bodily functions down. We don't need it this weekend. Um, so what else happened on this holy water excursion? Did you play some ghoul piñata? No, we killed the ghouls. Did we, did we kill the ghoul whilst they were in the tree or did someone get them down? I think someone got them down. Because I remember we went, we knew where the holy water was, and I was just stood with my gun out guarding. I didn't know anything that else was going on. I was just stood there, gun out, while someone got the holy water from up a hill. Mm. Uh, so I don't know what else happened, actually. It was this mission, and I believe uh, Millie talks about it on the LARP noobs, where Phyllis stopped being Phyllis, and it turned into Millie in military mode. <laughs> <laughs> she just straightens up, shotgun out. It's like, right, full-on survival Millie. now. Nice. There's no stopping her now. <laughs> what a woman. What a woman. What a woman. <laughs> if you want bag sausage, that's where to go. Pocket sausage. Oh, pocket sausage. God, we love some pocket Eye contact, sausage. though. Eye contact whilst eating the but She shouldn't have asked for that because everyone was... I think the only other big memorable thing for me other than uh, the vampire main boss excursions was fixing Wyatt's penis. Or trying to fix Wyatt's penis. <laughs> so... For those who remember the Friday night episode, I sold the wire of Aphrodisiac to get them hard as a rock to please Phyllis on their wedding anniversary trip. So being a oh. Christian man now, I gave them the tonic free to reverse it. Unfortunately, reversed it too much. It made it as stretchy as a stretch Armstrong and eventually fell off. What? To which Preacher Ollie then has to reattach. 
I don't know if that's how that works. I don't either, but it's ILOP, and it's the fun thing yeah, I love about so my uh, Miracle Tonics at ILOP. I pretty much let the player decide what happens to it, so I get some cool interaction afterwards. Yeah, it's very funny. And my first blessing as a preacher was to bless this newly attached penis. <laughs> I wish I'd had more interactions with um, Preacher Ollie. Oh, I think the only time I actually interacted with them was when I couldn't uncock my gun. <laughs> so I was just like, hey, can you do this, please? <laughs> and Circuit, bless him, was just like, yeah, that's fine. Like, no worries. <laughs> they Circuit's were, one of my the, absolutely favorite laughers. Yeah. It was just really funny because they were like, I don't know how to handle weapons. Secretly does it to the side of them. Like, oh, I have your weapon back that you know how to use and I don't. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks. It's because I tried to uncock it earlier in the day and ended up just firing. And I was like, well, I don't want to just shoot my foot off again. So yeah, I just yeah. got really scared to do it. So every yeah. time I had it cocked and couldn't uncock it, I was just like, Wally, preacher Wally, please help me. Bless my gun. Can you help me? Please. The final to the penis encounter was Phyllis coming up to me with gun pointed at my head. Like, you go near my husband's penis again and I'll gun you down in the street. Bloody Phyllis. Fantastic oh, character. So we knocked down one of the vampires. Um, and then we had the second one to go. And we'd got... We'd been told of the location of the trapper. I think we were all on this one, weren't we? I think some people had to go on an excursion to get silver for some silver... Silver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver. 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 Blah, blah, blah. I'm having a stroke. Silver steaks. Make some silver... Yeah, to so get some silver to make some silver steaks because they were needed to kill the werewolves because the trapper, as someone learned in the vision, had been taming werewolves. Because werewolves usually are enemies of vampires, but now they were their pets, basically. Um, and this, I think, was like the first really scary excursion. Chloe, tell us how this excursion <laughs> made you feel. Chloe's just pulled up her, her Grogu hood and is hiding. <laughs> do you want to say? Do you want to tell us what the excursion was like for you? So there was a point I just sat down. It's pitch black at this point. It's middle of the night almost to me. Because it's past me bedtime. It definitely was. It was pitch black. Like, yeah. You're not imagining that. It was, it was yeah, two o'clock no. in the afternoon. Yeah. Well, it was past me bedtime. It was pitch black. And um, I just... <laughs> so you got proper northern then. Did it I... was past me bedtime. <laughs> did it I? was pitch black. We're, <laughs> rub- we're rubbing off on her. Yeah, it was just very funny. Oh, yay. <laughs> I was like, oh, she slipped into a northern accent. She <laughs> doesn't have a northern accent. <laughs> Sorry, go Portsmouth. Um, so the, Yeah, so it was pitch black. And I just... We'll we'll explain what had happened, but there was just a point where I sat on the ground, on the wet, muddy ground, in the dark, up against a tree, and I just thought to myself, what the fuck am I doing? I'm scared of the dark. I don't like horror. And I'm in a horror setting in the pitch black. I might might die. And uh, there was a point... Someone... I'm not going to mention who. Morgan. Gun had fired near me, and I got little sparks in my eye. So I was trying to like fish them out in the dark, and I actually went up to Millie, who like held my lantern. I was there, like sticking my finger in my eye, and I'm like, I might just use this as my excuse to go back to town. <laughs> but I was like, but then I was like, but then I have to find my way back in the dark, and I'll probably just get lost. I was like, that's a scarier thought than being where we are. But yes, I, I actually almost pissed myself and that's not just the thing like I genuinely pissed myself almost my god so the equivalent of get like week one on a fishing trawler and being like oh shit I can't swim 
My main question, Chloe. Did you have a fear of mortality before this LARP? No. Did you? The the fear of mortality gets struck into me later on in the night. So I I wasn't. I was fine at this point. I just was not comfortable. (gasps) I remember you saying that when you when you first got your glimpse of a fear of mortality because you turned to me and you said something along the lines of. I wouldn't survive a zombie apocalypse. Uh, well, A, I would, yeah, you wouldn't survive a zombie apocalypse. But you said, like, oh, I don't think... I've never thought really about being all that scared of death or whatever. But now in this situation, I think I am actually really scared to die. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like... I was like, I love It stills a fear of mortality. Because yeah. I was like, oh, you know, if, if you die, you die. There's, you can't do anything about it. It's just, it's death. It happens to everyone. Just death is death, whatever. But in, I've never been in a situation where... I felt like my life was on the line and there was yeah. just a point where I was like, I said to you, I was and like, yeah. like, how amazing is it? Because it wasn't, right? You were being chased by guys in the woods who it were yes. going to kill That's you. That's what I mean. I was like, like I know it's made you're up. so like in it that you're like, I yeah. could die here. This is where I Because yeah. we were running through the woods and I was like, I'm, I'm, I might die. I'm, I'm going to die. I'm, mm. I, I, I actually think I'm going to die. And I was like, fuck, it's fake. It's fake, but I'm going to die. I was like, fuck. Can't wait to go to ILAP's next trauma sim. <laughs> They're not all like this, I promise. Yeah. The other thing, Lark, um, is you to you. Your fear of your friends dying. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Oh, I was yeah. happy to watch you all die as long as I survive. <laughs> 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 and, and the, and the, we'll get to it in the end. I saw you all in town. Alex and I just <laughs> bolted to the woods. I was like, I don't care. This they is, can die. This is, is literally... That is, I feel like, why we lost this weekend. It's because so many people were like, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, we've, there was a lot of reasons as to why I bolted, but Are you, oh, 80% Chloe, of you it... You can't backpedal it now. You were just yeah. like, I, I didn't would care. love to see you die if yeah. I survive. 80% yeah. of it was because I was petrified. So but First she was afraid. Cheers, I was petrified. petrified. Um, but yes, we'll this encounter. <laughs> anyway, let, yeah. Anyway, Chloe's been kind of pissing herself. Does anyone want to... <laughs> yes. Do you want to describe like what we found as we got there? You, do you want to? Well, I remember we were a elite unit of a uh, hillbilly town walking down this hill. It was all going well until we hit a fuckload of traps right in front of the vampire encounter. Yeah. So the whole town had to stop whilst uh, the area was being detrapped. Mm-hmm. And this was the interesting bit, the fun bit where the crew seemed to get, especially one of us. They pretended not to see us for a while. Mm-hmm. And then they saw us, because quite a few of us were holding lanterns, and <laughs> fuck it, we're lapers. We're allowed people crunching through the woods. And it was hilarious, because they would point and see, hey, I see you there with the lantern, bang! And not just one of our Every guys would go lantern. down. <laughs> <laughs> it was the ultimate magic bullet that took about ten players at once. It was... It was a really cool encounter because it was like, again, there was all those traps. There was like a really well floodlit area, which was clearly, hey, guys, do the encounter here where it's safe Mm. because it's well lit. And we were all in the dark like, no. On this incline, (laughs) muddy, slippy incline. We're going to stay in the slop (laughs) because we feel safe where it's dark. (laughs) With the bushes to our backs. This feels so much safer. (laughs) Lop is an idiot. All the traps get cleared, and I start to talk to Whiplash, and I'm like, Whiplash, I just want to talk. I don't trust Hector. And I was like, what was that say? I said, did Billy kill Theo? And she's like, 
how did you know that? And I was like, did Hector kill Billy? Did they think he killed Billy? Billy goes, I'm done talking. And then one of our one of my friends goes, hey, you were the, you were, you were the dicky bow. Bang. And just shoots me. From, <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Speak for me, the encounter really kicked off. You got shot. And out of the darkness oh, God. emerged these two huge werewolves. Just a silhouette. Yeah. From no. where we were from, we just Fuck. saw the vampires and the thralls. When the battle started, and they just strolled out of the darkness. You couldn't it's see like, the costume. Just two just huge silhouettes. wolves yeah. silhouettes. It's like, it's like, I had not been paying attention. Obviously, I didn't know about the visions at this point. I didn't know people were having yeah. visions in town. So I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea of the plot. I didn't even see you get shot, Morgan. Like, I had no idea of this because I was too busy having an existential crisis. That, <laughs> that, like, <laughs> the only thing. So I didn't, I just didn't know this. But, like, there were some people stood at the hill and then all of a sudden there's people panicking and then there's this just huge black figure that's fucking, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because I just, I had not been paying attention and I, I just didn't know what was happening. Oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden it went from 10 to 100. And I was like, oh my God. And then people were like, you were trying to get people to push down the hill. And I was like, you were like, anyone with a gun, just go, step, come on, who's with me? And I'm like, I was like going round on the side, on the, um, on our left heading down to them i was just slowly taking like one bush waiting a few seconds the next bush waiting another few seconds and just like I, leapfrogging down the hill i at one point did that thing you do a, uh, when chasing a bus down and you think you're gonna catch it at a bus stop i was like right you lot charge for the glory of god start charging my sword and rod realize no one's coming with me so do a u-turn <laughs> back up the hill <laughs> pretending i didn't run at all but we literally oh. we did i think i was talking Sorry, to, i was talking to Shiller. i was talking to oily and oily was saying um their friend who was their first time laughing yeah. had a silver stake and i think oily was like you've got to go you've got to go stab it was, like, was that make, chevy yeah it's yeah. like also make sure the werewolf knows that you've got a stake and they were like okay okay <laughs> Silver stake! <laughs> <laughs> and plunged it into the werewolf. You spent about 10 minutes asking who's got the silver stake. Oh, I was literally like, Mother of God, there are two werewolves going to kill us. Who has. And we were like, have the, we come all this way without uh, checking that we've got a silver stake? The stake was the Undertaker, but I think they were trying to be stealthy and get behind the It was the also really funny. Tank. I was chatting to one of the guys who was in the werewolf costume, and he was like, I knew they're in the bushes. I'm not fighting them in the fucking bushes. Have you seen this thing? Mm. It was like, it was like, I was no way I was wading into the reeds because it was like, I'd have just fallen over and twisted my ankle. Basically, they used to, he'd like, it was like, because they, they were trying to draw them into the, like a closed position. And he was like, no, I will, I will actually hurt myself. <laughs> yeah. But then we were like fighting a friend of, uh, friend of mine who um, did some great pictures of us back at E2. Mm. They came out of the bushes at the side and start, yeah, they start screaming as a vampire yeah, and, it, oh, no and it was literally like that scene from The Office, you know, with Dwight when that person appears next to him. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Angela. Yeah, yeah. I was out of nowhere. Yeah, I was literally stood there, and then Nat just appears like <laughs> screaming, <"Ugh!"> just like <laughs> right, <laughs> like bang. <laughs> 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 um, it was this com. Uh, it was this, during this combat I realized I hadn't been an idiot for carrying a sword around the Samsat. Beforehand, it's like, I'm just having this for bling. But melee weapons were perfect for this. Millie, melee yeah. weapons <laughs> were brilliant throughout the weekend Millie after dark. Yeah, they were. 
Because, like, you can't, like, in the types there's spaces you can't fire guns. And again, I wanted to try and get as much information out of this vampire as possible. And this, this was a funny moment with us where it's like, we've killed your pets! Time to talk! And then we're like, right, we're going to go trap him. I need to bless a trap. I need a trapper. Mr. Stoke! <laughs> so when you charge up, he's like, what can I do for your father? I need some traps. Okay, get me a trap. <laughs> I don't have any! I haven't got any. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we eventually managed to get like a blessed trap and we do like a big push up to where Whiplash is. Mm. Uh, we managed to wrap them up in a blessed trap. And then basically I start being like, right, what's going on? Tell us, can we trust him? What's going on? Uh, and then vampire spawn start coming down the hill. A uh, friend, uh, friend of mine um, uh, who, who was, um, we played a few laps with runs to the side with a stake and just rams it into Whiplash. I'm like, well... Fuck. <laughs> no more questions. I was like, last chance. They just go, go to hell. So I cut the head off, grab it, and we sprint back to town. But then there was loads of confusion, which I, I'm going to put my hands up and say, apologize for now, because the literature said that you have to bury the body. And I was like, well, we need the body. And the body's over there. And it's like, guys, we need to go back to get the fucking body. And like, there was a massive screaming argument. And the Dutchman appears from nowhere. No, no, no. You do not do the body. It's fine. I'm like, oh. Oh, cool. We'll go back to town. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, this bit, though. Running back through the woods. I'll oh, be chased by vampires. I, one of them literally comes out of a bush and just grabs me like, get the fuck off me! Like, genuine fear, not like acting up a yeah. character. like, get away from me, you fuck! It was fucking terrifying. But we all get through the fort, and I think this is the harrowing moment. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Oh, Jesus. When uh, you realise Alicia had been injured. Yeah. And then she comes up to me saying, ah, I can't breathe. Yeah. Drops oh, down God, to the floor. Yeah. The throat had been torn out, or I think that's what they were trying to get across. I'm a, oh, I don't know what to do. I, I can't do here. I've not got my tools. The OC, they all broke in my bag, so they disintegrated into tiny little shards. So annoying. Which was annoying. So it's like, I'm sorry, Alicia, this is the best I can do. Back to quarterizing the wounds. Yeah, I remember that. Crack! Yeah. Crack. Because the vampires were still pursuing, so I wanted to do it quickly. It's like, right, I patch you up as best I can. We'll get some miracle tonic on that, disinfect the wound. We'll try and patch you up best in town. And I believe I hand them off to you, saying, mm -hmm. look, father, I've done the best I can. Yeah. Then we go back to town. Um, and then there's a little bit of... At this point, it feels like every other person's turning into a ghoul. Like it's The dropping, like, flies this game. It happens to Frankie at one point. Um, Frankie got turned? Frankie got turned. I killed... Well, I helped to kill Frankie. Uh, Frankie was walking around the church being like, oh, my skin, my skin feels wrong. My skin's itching. And then we slowly back him into a corner and I just, like, kill him. And then we end up killing him and the thing. But the worst one was Alicia starts acting really weird and she goes to grab something, it's holy water and it burns her. And people keep coming up to Johnny and keep being like, Father, there's something we need to deal with Alicia. And I was just very much like, cool, I've got shit to do, give me a moment, coming back. And then eventually we come back and we can just see her wandering aimlessly around the church. And again, it's like Kieran's character, Isaac, keeps coming up to me, it's like, Father, Johnny, what are we going to do? And eventually we kind of go up and they've managed to get to sit down. Um, and I'm there as Father McPherson still. I've got my coat, I've got my, my tie and my hat. <laughs> and I look at 
what is no longer Alicia anymore and is very much like Johnny's surrogate daughter figure, basically, at this point. And I just say, you know, Father McPherson can't do this. So I take my coat off, take my tie off, take my hat off. So I've taken an all-mile trapping to Father McPherson and I sit across from Alicia. Um, and I say, I'm here as Johnny now. And I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. And she's like, why did you leave? All those years ago, why did you leave me? And I was just like stammering her from words, trying to explain, you know. And then she just lunges forth and tries to bite me. And I'm like, so I literally grab her by the shoulder and I'm slowly beginning to snitch my knife and then drive into her stomach. And she's like, choking over my shoulder and then do it again. And then again, and then she just kind of dies with her head resting on my shoulder. And then I just like <laughs> sit there on the bench and just start sobbing with her in my arms. And then like it was like there was a bunch of people in there that were like, I don't cry at lap, but God, we were crying. Just like stood there, <laughs> just like holding her in my arms, like screaming that I've just had to, you know, kill her. Um and then yeah, lay her down on the bench. Um and then I put all my stuff back on. We do a funeral for her. And then Father McPherson carries her out. I, I was like, I went to, I went to, um, I went to him. I went, hey, do you want me to actually carry? It's <laughs> like, yeah. So I like picked, picked her up, carried her out of the church. And I heard people like, oh, fucking hell. As I like walking her out and we walk around back to where camp is. And then we bury her by the camp. I'm sorry I ruined the eulogies. Don't worry about it. I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to bring up the fact that during her funeral you said she was full of spunk. <laughs> Meaning energy and life. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's actually 2023, Tom. Spunk uh, hasn't been something very different now. <laughs> it, it did fit, like, all you lot proper members of the gang, proper moving eulogies. Me as a, just an associate. Oh, bless them. They were so full, full of, of spunk. spunk. It was literally, though... <laughs> But Bless him, cracking up on the bed. They were just started cry, like laughing. <laughs> but I was like, for me, that was when Father McPherson died. That was it. That I was now. And people kept saying to fathers, like, I'm not, my name is Johnny. Don't ask any questions. Go on. Like, I think you came up to it at one point. It was like, fathers, like, it's not father no more. Um, it was like a really cool kind of narrative moment for me. Like, kind of. It's like the deepest Perry the Platypus transformation. <laughs> <laughs> father McPherson Johnny the Father McPherson <laughs> um, but yeah so that was kind of like that was kind of that bit uh, what came next let's go on to the Jesse conflict because oh, that is the absolute highlight of my game here cool so we had now dealt with uh, several powerful vampires and we had moved to Sawbones one last thing about the Alicia thing love the stick and the coat detail marking the grave. Oh, yeah. She had a, like, grave. The oh, end. there's a picture of that, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, it's lovely. She made that coat for that one character. Incredible. Um, so, yeah, we go... We've been told where Jesse is. This fight. <sighs> this creme is, de la creme. This is when I knew we were fucked. This, is, this encounter is when I realised we were all going to die. So we... Yeah, we set off... Um, and Chloe's a bit scared, bless her. Especially, I was fine at this point. Well, I mean, after the last encounter, I think you were just a bit more, you know... On what, edge. What the fuck am I aware doing? Aware of your mortality. Yes. So, um, as we were setting off, I was like, oh, you can hold my hand if you want. And I didn't really notice Dave 
from the LARP noobs who stood on my right hand side who just whipped his head around and looked at me. And I looked at him. And he looked, looked at, at me. me. Looked at me. And I looked at him. And he was like, oh, and then he shot, he clocked Chloe and was like, oh, I thought you were talking to me. You know? <laughs> I was like, you can hold my hand if you want. And he was like, all right then. But yeah. Uh, Fucking love Dave from the LARP news. And then yeah. he ended up walking like a few paces ahead and I was saying to Alex, I was like, just go hold his hand from behind. Just go up behind him and grab his hand. It'll be funny. He was like, no, what if he thinks I'm weird? I'm like, <laughs> he already thinks you're weird. We're at a LARP. What do you mean? Like, oh, go and hold his hand. No offence, LARPers. Oh, no, we all know I that don't know, weird. fuck you, LARPers, you're all fucking weird. Oh, weirdos, what their LARP? I mean, who would do a LARP podcast? Cringe. <laughs> so, yeah, we get to... Nerds. We get to Viking. We, oh, we, don't, we go into the fort, don't we? We go deep yeah. into the fort. So, no, oh, I think Jesus. we kind of stop just before the fort, and Kren, uh, props to the effects team, an amazing job. So, it's dark. They've got the smoke machines out, so there's a layer of fog coming across mm. the ground. The lighting is like stadium lighting. Not intrusive, so it ruins your immersion, but just highlights the courtyard of the Viking uh, town, which was kind of like a fort kind of setting. And it looks phenomenal. Yeah. And out from the shadows steps Jesse. And the player of Jesse is phenomenal as usual. Uh, they do a big speech. I can't, do any of you remember the details of the speech? Um, I remember trying to fucking talk to him again. No one wanted to talk to me. I was very no. upset. It was the end of the speech that really grabbed your attention. Yeah. Where it says, and this is my masterpiece. And he points towards the biggest, like the Viking Hall, the biggest uh, shack mm. in the area. And the effects teams have put some type of lighting effect on. So it looks like lightning is coming from the building. The door swings open. And there's a silhouette of this huge Frankenstein-like monster. Ten, ten foot tall. Yeah. Ten foot tall. Like All we could see is the silhouette. None of the detail of the costume. So it just looks like huge zombie monstrosities coming for you. I'd also just like to say that I didn't know who was in the costume. But I had a good guess given how tall it was. And I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the crew was very tall. I was like, I bet it's there. But it I heard a, a genuine screams in the crowd when that yeah. thing started running oh, at us. Genuine geez. screams. I believe this was the last ounce of the town's bravery. Yeah, gone. We No, I believe we charged in. Because I charged in with you. Yeah. Some and people my vivid did. memory of this, probably my coolest memory of the LARP, is looking around. It's like, fuck. I can't tell who's now an ambushed yeah. vampire yep. and who's a town yep. member. I am just running for my life. Town members are getting shot by us. Yeah. It was just chaos. You couldn't tell us who was friend, who was foe. It's just like, fuck everyone. I just want to survive this moment. Because yeah. I think the group had got split, didn't they? Some people were pinned off to the left and some people retreated back through the fort gates. Yeah, I was one of the one who went right to the center of town and it was just like we, where where is everyone? I barely yeah. I barely made it past the gate before I just fucking retreated back into the woods. And Alex was there with me. Like it's okay, I'll stand back with you and I was trying to hide behind trees and in bushes when people were nearby or whatever. I just I was trying to stay so out of the way and you were like I'll stay with you and I'm like no, if you want to go and fight like that's fine. I'll be fine back here. And you were like, no, I'm not going to leave you. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, just, just okay, go. Have fun next I was like, street. go, go. Like, I don't want you to miss out because we had a bit of an OC thing. And I was like, I don't want you to miss out because I'm scared. Like, if you want to go get stuck in, do. But um, I think we were at that point 
that what happened to you did, wasn't it? I was worried about you because obviously you were like really scared. And some guy, uh, a ghoul, jumped out in this big coat out of just out of the blackness, out of nowhere. We thought we were relatively out of the way. And we were right at the back. We were the last people. I think there was only one other person behind us. We were like the last people right at the back. Yeah. And went for you. And I felt really kind of protective, mm. but not like OC. I was like, don't, you know, like don't attack us. So I jumped in front of you and just started. I think I had that that mace at this point, which was luckier. I'd have probably started hitting him with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, started hitting him with the with this mace and uh to get him off and then yeah we retreated even further but that was that was a big adrenaline hit when that guy jumped out jesus and i said props to ilop this is one shot characters these don't matter but they had ilop's skill had broken everyone's moral in town doesn't matter if you're a one shot character everyone feared for the live shitting yeah. themselves it's props to ILOP players as well because you're so in that character mindset tell you what though yeah there was one person i was really trying to get her to help me Someone who's really good at organising, usually good at kind of doing a bit of leading, corralling people. Would that be Digby by chance? No, not Digby. It was uh, <laughs> Teddy. Oh, te- yeah, Teddy. Teddy. Uh, kept coming back. No, no one's, no one wants to fight. No one's pushing up. No one's coming with me. I was like, that's really weird. Right. Well, I guess we leave Jesse alive because we can't kill him. No one's coming up to fill up fighting with us. But we're screwed. So we head back to town. No, we did, we tried one last thing. Yeah. yeah. We tried the priest frontline plan. No priests moved. Like we, no. Was... I, me, and Oily moved forward. Like we, this was the final gambit. Firing line behind. Yeah. Priests up front, blessing and saying all our chants and religious mottos. Tried to push forward. Half the priests stayed back. No gun forces moved forward. We were <laughs> fucked. So it was the full-on sprint back to town. You can, yeah. yeah, there was a but point. There was bits when we were trying to organize as well. We just about got everyone organised and the crew had had enough so they were jumping at us at the flanks and tearing us apart. There was a point where I think before we had all given up, you had come to the back of people like, if anyone wants to fight, come up and fight now. We're going to make one final push. And I looked at you and I was like, OC, no. (laughs) And you were like, oh, that's fine. Like, don't worry. And I was like, yeah, no. (laughs) There was a point as we were running away, holding hands, and the British guy was kind of leading the retreat um, with the umbrella. Yeah. And as we were running away, I know I now know why he was so keen to retreat. We'll get to that in a bit. As we were running away, another ghoul jumped out. And it was kind of just the three of us with a few more behind us. And he was like, you go, I've got this. And started just wailing on this ghoul with his umbrella. As me and Chloe were running That's past, so hand in hand. And it was just, I was just remember thinking in that moment, this is, this is fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I, much fun. I adore the LARP safe umbrella. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So yeah, that's Jesse. We didn't do it. We killed his monster. We didn't kill him. So we this make our way back. Proves this game was taken up to hard mode. Yep. Get back yeah. to town. Several other things happening, including oh, the Dutchman's wife dies. She oh, gets killed. I killed her. You killed the Dutchman's wife? Oh, yeah, because she was gonna get turned. She was gonna get turned. Yep. It was such an emotional moment. They were crying, wailing, I love you, I love you. I'm sorry I've got to do this. It's for the good of the people. Have you got any last words? Just fucking do it, you bastard. It's like <laughs> goodbye for the greater good and beheaded. Yep. And then that guy, the other Dutchman, got killed in town because he was like, you all deserve to be here, apparently. So someone killed him. He was our last chance of escaping. He died. We're screwed. We're screwed. We're dead. No one can lift the mist. Because they're the ones that raised the Because they're the ones that can lift the mist. So we're yeah. dead. Um, LARPers. 
We're good organised people. Let's kill every lifeline Johnny and Kitty Frodo us. I have a massive fist fight with Sergeant Cole because Sergeant Cole breaks my nose. And then we have a wonderful bonding moment over the fact that we're both incredibly angry men. Great. Love that. Morgan. Playing an angry character? No. Couldn't be me. Um, Then we come to the choir. The choir? The choir. So. So another, yet another wonderful flying lead nightmare, spooky singing section. So on the Friday night, there'd been a choir who'd been practicing songs. And then the nun comes in, surrounded by people, and they're all singing. And everyone just hides. Oh. Everyone just hides. Because everyone is broken. <laughs> Everyone's soul is Everyone broken. is just like, we're going to die. This is it. What's the, yeah. Where did you guys go for this? I tried to stand in front of them all, turned around, and I was the only man in the street. And I went... Guess I'm going. <laughs> then we ran down the side. It's another one of my favourite moments of the game, I know not to be an artist, was just me locking the bar door, bolting behind the bar. Dave sees me, grab my bottle of whiskey, duck behind the bar and just start necking it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me, giggles OC, he's like, just me holds out the bottle. And whilst everything's going on, I continue out of the bar with the ball, and it's just me and the Cornish Ambrose yeah. Yeah, discussing how this is going whilst everyone's screaming in town. There's an occasional gunfire. It's like, is it safe, Ambrose? Eventually, we try to do a push, and I shoot Kitty in the head. But the, the, the nun is surrounded by thralls. They're not, they're not vampires. They're just people. And I shoot Kitty in the head. And the one thing I wish I'd kept doing was shooting the thralls in the head. Mm. because they were using them on meat shield like they're getting killed anyway but what we hadn't realised was someone I can't remember who it was no one realised this till quite a bit later had started singing with them one of the town's pit folk had gone next to right at the back with the thralls singing the song singing the hymn slowly getting closer and closer towards the centre with a stake behind their back (laughs) next to the vampire spawn and then they get the stake and ram it in the back of the nun obviously nuns then dealt with and the vampires just tear them to pieces on the floor worth it but like so many people didn't realise nun was dead because he was so like slick about it nun was dealt with and we were like then they all left and then someone was like later they were like yeah the nun died Someone stealthed into the middle of them and stabbed them in the back. Amazing. I don't I don't even remember seeing any of these vampires. Like, I still don't think I'd seen a vampire properly at this point. This I, is crazy to me. I went into hiding because I remembered it from the previous flying. I was like, this is where all went to ship. I think because they did the loop through the town. We kind of just kept... Doing yeah, ring around the roses. Yeah, it's like Scooby Doo, eh? Hey? Like yeah. Poking our heads out. There's, but there's that... repeat scenery as you're running through the town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like right at the bottom of town, there's the there's a little abandoned building, like two doors, like two buildings down from the church on that side. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing in there, and st- so I kind of just stood in like the doorway there, and I was like, I could just kind of hide in here. Mm. I was just stood around this building because I'd lost you. I'd got separated from you at this point, Alex. I think we were running around, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, if I, I could just go hide in my tent. <laughs> they can't find me in my tent. <laughs> That's so funny. It was... <sighs> um, so we dealt with that. I chased out the the guy that plays the drunk Irishman was like walking out of town. And I was just like following him, just unloaded my whole gun, just pointing at them as we walked away. And then pull, click. 
And the oh. last vampire looks at me and sprints at me and I just pull up my holy symbol and he like hisses and walks off. But that was like a really cool moment, just like unloading my whole fucking coat. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you, fuck you. I wish I'd fired more bullets this week that weekend. Yeah. Oh, I emptied I my clips so many so times. So much fun, isn't it? Yeah. Just go, chicka bang, chicka bang, chicka Yeah. Um, but the thing is, with the gun that I had, it wasn't as easy for me to unload and reload like yours because mm. the barrel wouldn't spin on my gun. So I had to slightly cock it to then uh, tip the bullet yeah, out. I, I which, could literally go... Chuk, 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 and yeah, I couldn't mm. with mine. I had to slightly cock it to spin the barrel. It wouldn't spin otherwise. Yeah, and sure. that, I mean, for me, it was better because I didn't just end up like willy-nilly fucking around with it. So I had to purposely make yeah. sure I unloaded it. But Meanwhile, it just meant Tom. <laughs> You'll get a flintlock pistol. <laughs> Powder. Yeah. Bang! Missed. Oh well. <laughs> One moment of emptying my gun that sticks out in my mind is when a vampire was running at me out of the dark and it was pretty much pitch black around me. So every time I fired, there was a flash of light and, you could and see I could him. see them oh, and then God. it went black. So I'd cock... <sighs> fire again and they'd be closer <laughs> fire again and they'd be closer and then the last time i didn't want to fire because i thought they're probably within a good six foot now so i didn't fire and then just they came into my oh, field of vision so good. and my field of vision was poor because i'd been flashing a gun in my eyes that they were like right in my face and that was when i got bitten by a vampire <gasps> jesus yeah, I love just it. a reminder this game is terrible don't go yeah it's awful don't go to flying yeah i am um, Someone comes to town and they say, Teach wants to talk. So come to the fort and we will talk. And we're all getting the town together. And then you two come up to me and you go, Have we got time for a piss? And I'm like, <laughs> No. <laughs> Short answer, no. This is the last thing, Cam. Oh, just, yeah. yeah, don't go for a piss at Eilat. There was a moment, an excursion, Kerry and Circus, like, Right, quick, let's go for a piss. One minute later, they're pissing. Right, we're all going to excursion. You cannot piss at ILARP. <laughs> no, don't piss at ILARP. Don't do it. Don't do piss it. on the way back from your excursion. Don't consume yeah. any liquids. <laughs> but alcohol. No. I need I need alcohol to cope with a weekend like that. I can I could not do that sober. I'm sorry. Do you know what was fantastic about the uh, Teach and Jesse fight? When you realise, fuck, there's not many of us town folks left. Yeah, so we get to the fort, don't we? And there must be like there was. We started the weekend with like. Is there like seventy player tickets? Seventy players, yeah, seventy players, and there must have been twenty-five. Yeah, of us there before mm. this encounter, four or five players just poof disappear into smoke in front of people's eyes. But they'd also come back again. Oh, did they? So they disappeared. This was quite early on in the night. These people disappeared. We were there in the saloon when it happened. Yeah, those people were Teddy. Uh, Mr. Smith from the railroad. One of the Jeans. One of the Jeans and the bride. Mm. These people had disappeared and then come back and they're like, oh, weird, had a vision, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway, so we're at the fort. Teacher's there. And it's like, ah, you missed someone. And he invites Jesse to come towards him. And he says, right, one last chance. Do you want to join us? Do you want to join us or die? And then one motherfucker. I remember saying, us British will never surrender. And it's like, well, I'm British. I will not support this regime. And then he starts marching across. This guy starts walking. It's like, for fuck's sake, you're meant to be representing Britain. Five people shoot him. 
I was the fifth. This guy but keeps... that moment's like, there's a gunfire line, like five shots in that line of people next to you. And I forgot how loud mine was. Boom! So loud. And this guy's crawling towards the vampires. And Jesse leans down. And he's like, come here. Come here. And he's like, like the previous ones? And like, yeah, we'll turn him. Leans in. And then the guy pulls a stake from inside his coat and rams it in Jesse's chest. Oh, that was so good. Oh, we all, yeah, because people were shooting this guy for being a traitor, and then he turned oh. out to just pull the ultimate Uno reverse. We're like, whoa. So good. It was then, so fucking cool. Yeah. Then fighting starts, and then who should appear from behind the bushes but Mr. Smith and Teddy? On the side of the vampire. God damn you, Digby. You charming oh, bastard. It was this absolute chaos. We had people trying to tie up Teach because we had like a blessed rope to try and tie him to stop him running around. I remember at one point, me and Teddy both like, I see Teddy and we both hold our guns up. We both fire and we mm. both hit the deck at the same time. <laughs> it was really good. We were like, bang, you try to land on the ground. I'm crawling away. And I see Digby coming towards me. I keep saying, keep saying, yeah, Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith coming towards me with his umbrella. I pull up my gun, I cock it, click. Oh. And he comes up to me with his umbrella and he says, as always, the odds are in my favour and just beats the ever-loving fuck out of me with an umbrella. <laughs> as I'm just like, on the, ah! I was like, lying, they go, this is so cool. Because <laughs> it was just such a good delivery and they just start wailing on me with his umbrella as I'm trying to scramble to get away. Yeah. Anyway, at some point, someone stabs Teach with a stake. Disappears into mist. Mm. And we're like, great, we've killed two vampires. We're going to do it. We've nearly done it. We see it. We saw it. We saved the we town. We saved the town. I'm feeling confident. I'm riding high. Does anyone else want to say what we find when we get back to town? Well, oh, victory march back to town, eh? We find the final encounter. Apparently, we hadn't saved the town all day. We find Hector with a stake in his chest. Lucy Lou screaming and crying. A coffin which we knew had Billy's corpse in, and all the vampires in town were just watching us. Do you know who I really felt sorry for during this who? conflict? The people who decided, let's go straight back to the tavern through the back door mm-hmm. where ten vampires were waiting to ambush us mm-hmm. and just killed them. Um, it just, I don't even know. We, what we see, basically, is we see Hector's blood turn Billy back into a full vampire. They get out. They offer us a final chance to surrender. We start to fight. There's, there's this gigantic coffin just there. That was spectacular. S- smoke billowing out. Speech, like a massive speech from two of them. From we still from had Billy. the chance to join them. Yeah, we they... didn't. We stood strong. Now, I think... Oh, uh, Lucy Lou got turned into a vampire. I think this was the point where the town was going to make one final stand. We were going to move back to within lot firing rules for safety. But we didn't. We kept running into the woods. No one pulled back to make that firing line. It was, in my, I've gone over this scenario so many times in my head mm-hmm. of like, we could have done it. If we'd pushed, if the priests had got their holy symbols, no one would have touched us. We could have got to teach and stabbed him. We could have done it. But everyone was just so broken. The morale yeah. was gone. Fuck you, Johnny and Kitty. You broke us all completely. Sprinted into the woods and Father McPherson's final moments was he was running through the woods. Um, is I hear someone coming behind me saying, Father McPherson! And I turn around, there's the bride. Blood pouring from her oh, Esme cancelled you. Yeah, Ruby uh, standing there. And then I turn around and there's another vampire behind me and I lift up my holy symbol and I'm holding 
an empty chain. And I just look at it. I look at Esme and she just (laughs) drains my blood. And I'm like, and this father McPherson lies there dying in the forest. Just like, yeah, yeah, I deserve this. (laughs) (laughs) What was everyone else's like? That was your ending. What happened to you and uh, Chloe? Yeah, obviously I was petrified at this point, but I feel as if, if more people had stood to fight, we probably would to stay and fight. But because obviously most people had run and the people that there, it was so cramped because everyone was in a scramble. Like you couldn't fire because you were Mm -hmm. too close to people. So it was like, right, I either stand here like a school of tuna against a big shark or we bolt into the woods. So we ended up bolting into the woods with, it was about five or six people with us, weren't there? Yeah. And as as we were running, we, we got like, probably the furthest away that we'd been from from town in that area and it was and it was dark and you could just see um the lights beaming through the trees in the distance we were basically in pitch black and we'd ran with a bunch of other guys who were who were quite tall and a little bit lummoxy so i was like all right chloe we need to separate from these guys they're gonna give away where we are you know like it was probably getting into survival mode and then um i was like get duck down here and luckily they broke off to the left and we broke off to the right. In this little, like, ditch. In this ditch. It was honestly, we were like the hobbits underneath the ring wraiths when, we, you know, the ring wraiths leaning Fellowship on the tree. the ring, and, Nazgul coming over. Yeah, Nazgul, yeah. yeah. Um, it was like that. We, we were, were down in this stuck. ditch. And luckily these guys attracted, with their sound of them, attracted the ghouls and the vampires in the opposite direction. And then we were just, I said, cover anything, every, anything white on your body because it, it was still showing because it was that dark, like any shirt or anything like that. And we just hid there in silence and then heard somebody walking just above the small ditch that we were in. Like, and we were like, stay quiet, don't move. And we survived. Yeah. We managed to we, survive. We stayed in that little ditch, waited for a few minutes until we hadn't heard anything. It was probably about a good two or three minutes, but it felt like 20 minutes because... Of so scary. Yeah. And then we kind of just carried on peeling round, crouching through all these big like ferns and trees. And we were like flicking around and we were where the um White Rose camp was, we were kind of round we were in in parallel to that, but way further back. So we had really kind of scooped round past the town at this point. And then we heard someone shouting, um, anybody in the woods you need to come out now. and But we weren't sure whether this yeah, was ruse, yeah. icy or OC. And we were like, is this a ghoul? Is this like a vampire? What's going on? So we waited a few more minutes. And then there was another shout like, game over, everyone out. And we were like, oh, shakily coming out of these woods <laughs> and just walked back into town. Yeah. So that was us. It wasn't quite exciting. No tragic, dramatic end, but we survived. So <laughs> What about Belvedere? How did yours end? Me and uh, Preacher Ollie went darting down into the woods. Now, bless him, uh, me and Circuit went darting down the hill. Unfortunately, we didn't realise there was trenches in front of us, dug out for another game, and Circuit went to face plants <coughs> into a oh, trench. No. Oh, shit. Bless oh, no. them. And then it takes a while to recombobulate with everything. Some vampires did catch up to us, but we kind of held our hands out. Like, Look, can we have some time just to recombobulate mm. and get away? Because... Fell into a trench, OC. So they blessed them. They gave us 10 seconds head start the other way. So me and Circuit start booting back up the road, back towards town. Who jumps out of us but Alicia? It's like, it's nice to see you again, my friends. 
and I use my last holy water blessing to, like, back them off and put six bullets into them. Me and uh, Preacher Ollie start darting around to Viking. Out character circus, like, Tom, where the fuck are you going? Because I was going to dart, start darting through Viking down into the woods and not turning back. <laughs> uh, but kind of turn around between Viking and the normal uh, Wild West Town, bump into one of the British hunters. It's like, right, it's three of us. None of us turned. Fuck it. Three of us dive into a single bush. <gasps> Me hold my, like, big green cape over us. And just cower in submission until we also hear, game's over, time out. My head cannon is, Dr. Belvedere starts to starve to death, so he shoots the English gentleman or starts to eat the English gentleman. God. And Preach Charlie <laughs> has to pot him down. But oh. that's my head cannon. So. And I believe, just to complete our collection, Kerry also darts off into town. She is pursued by Wyatt... Kerry goes down one street, but Wyatt turns around and looks down the other, and Wyatt's like, come out, come out. I'm gonna find you. I can smell you. And just as they say that, time out comes. So I get the feeling a large portion of Larps and Tarps got a lot of the survival rate over this weekend. Yeah. I think it was a 8 to 10 player survival rate out of this game. That's mad. There was a point, I forgot to say, there was a point after we kind of were scrambling in the town to get into the woods, there was someone jumped out and was grabbing on you, Alex. And I was like, I was shouting, I didn't know how to help. I was trying to shoot, but I couldn't. Um... So I, I shouted, get off him in the hope that I could use like a get off me token in that way. So I shouted, get off him. Yeah. It worked. Well, if I, I thought, yeah, because I shouted, get off him. And then I shouted, get off me. Yeah. I didn't know if it helped, but because I thought in my head, it was like, if I shout, get off me, they hear that. And then they have to take oh, well, six you steps can't back. Do that. Well, like they hear it, then they have to take the steps back. And if I'm stood next to him, like Chloe. it Chloe. didn't work. They didn't you. take it. But I was there like screaming at the top of my voice. Like it's funny what you do. Oh, it's Because I was there screaming, like my voice was cracking because it was just the sheer panic. Get off him. Do you know who else though came out of the woods surviving bowl at brass at the end? Oh, Count Dooku. I was going to say, don't say it was Dave. Bloody hell. It was hell. Dave, Count Dooku, cocky. He survived his routine <laughs> to in real cowboy adventure. Oh, but what Morgan, a guy. Or Alex or Chloe, do you want to tell us the epilogue of this fantastic game? Vampires win. Oh, yeah. Anyone that's still alive starves to death or gets hunted down by the vampires. And then through the combined effort of the powerful greater vampires, they break down the mists. And found a vampire republic. They yeah. take over the entirety of America. Yeah. Um, and for the first time since the first game. The zombie game in 2019, I believe. The players have lost a nightmare. No, they haven't lost a nightmare since 2019. And Johnny said at the end they'd turned up to ridiculous levels. Yeah. I was just broken after this. Like, I, I, like, I had to sit. I stayed up to like 4 a.m. drinking. Not depressed but because i was like i need to be normal again <laughs> because if i if i go to bed now i'll just be like a, a shell so i just stay up like drinking and chat with people all night but what a game what a yeah game. what a game alex chloe 
first sidelap event, what do you think? Review. I thought it was an absolute blast. It's very different from Empire in a hell of a lot of ways. You can't really compare the two because they are so different. Um, I really enjoyed getting more into the role play. It was genuinely terrifying at times and mostly just adrenaline inducing um, the people, the crew, everything. It was fantastic. What about what about you, Chloe? Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I fully, fully enjoyed it. You know, you guys said that ILARP was different to Empire. I thought, oh, it's LARP is LARP. Like, what do you mean? But it was just so different because the sheer intensity of it all. Absolutely fantastic. Loved it. People don't buy tickets. Cause it's actually shit, actually. I want tickets. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah. don't actually, you buy tickets. Yeah, take it back. I didn't mean it. Um, Kitty, Johnny, fantastic job with mm-hmm. everything that you've done. All the crew, spectacular. Just see two LARPs there a year, mm. I think. That's crazy. Just absolutely unreal. I mean, they've got the dream with it, haven't they? But fucking amazing. You two knocked it out of the park with this. This is the most terrifying thing I've ever been through in my life. I like the Da Vinci's of LARP. They've cracked the code and really <laughs> got it beautiful. I hope next year that they say I can have a uh, a main crew role. Because, yeah. Because, then, because I'll know what's going on, so I won't be as scared and I can enjoy it more. <laughs> I would love to do. I'd love to be an embedded NPC at some point. Like, yeah. I, I think Oasis Two looks really good. I think we should just do a Lops and Tops takeover for Ilop. Lops and Tops takeover. Like well, that. if I'm not too scared of the travel down south by public transport and the massive journey, forlorn hope will be an interesting experience. Crewing. Yeah. Be a citizen I... Frenchman or Spanish gorilla. <laughs> we call Ilops and Tops. That's what we we'll do. Lops and Tops. Brilliant. Uh, that's our last kind of. LARP podcast for the rest of the year. Woo, we've done a second year. Woo, we've not been cancelled yet. Now we're into yet. Uh, five star review corner. Um, as you know, we are legally obliged to read out any five star reviews um, that aren't too offensive. That aren't going to get us cancelled. Um, so, uh, Chloe, I believe you've got one ready to go. Yes, this one is from our favourite chef. Thank you very much. It says, very good podcast. I very much enjoy listening to it in extremely dangerous places. Editing is always top notch. It's always nice to see the kid kicking message being promoted. If you're ever in Anvil, come grab a, grab a steak off Rocky's rack. Kiss. Thank Thanks, you. Rocky, babe. We love Thank you. you very much. Uh, Rocky Jordan's. <laughs> I don't believe he actually yeah. sells steak. I believe that's fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Fake steak. Fake, um, fake steaks. But yeah trying to quickly round it out thank you very much everybody for listening this year it's been a really good one um we are going to be taking our winter break now winter break so hiatus until we're back because god alex needs a break uh not as long as last year though because me and you were going to the wall yeah we'll see we'll we'll take a break we'll see what we've got when we come back we will still have some content coming out in the form of our D&D podcast Mm -hmm. that's been on a bit of a production hiatus but we'll be having the rest of season one coming out soon so if you're not listened to season one so far have a little listen, catch up, and then that will be rounding off um, sometime within the end of the year into the new year. The LARP Awards are also happening, so if you do want to support any of your favourite LARPs or LARP podcasts or LARP crafters, please do vote because this is your chance to really support some people who are passionate about the hobby. So Show yeah. your appreciation, yeah. Mm. It'd be great. I was going to say, it's been absolutely fantastic this year, so thank you all for listening thank you guys for sitting in this room and recording with me as well you mean our state-of-the-art professional crack open, crack open the champagne lads let's yeah. finish the pay, yeah. Oh, we? <laughs> and, yeah it's been fantastic so thank you to you guys thank you to all you listening just thank you for everyone that we interact with for profound decisions for making an awesome game for johnny and kitty for making an awesome game just everyone for making this hobby the best fucking hobby in the world yeah yeah 
We also do have a Patreon, so if you do want us to continue this premium content into the new year and buy us some new microphone stands, <laughs> <laughs> they are literally holding on with string and duct tape. Josh, no, fifty thousand pound in the studio, they're fine. Fifty million. 50 I think million. we should post a picture of the mic yeah, stands God, just for should. the fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> it is atrocious, folks. Morgan has a shoe hanging off his mic stand. <laughs> it's about to help balance. balance the microphone. <laughs> this is not a joke, folks. But thank you for listening and have a yes. rooting tooting, larping tarping, good year. Thanks very much, folks. Bye. See you next thank you. Bye. 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 Should we do a last do 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 do